My name is Karen. And my name is Colleen. And this is Books, Movies, and Musicals. Oh Oh my! to Dream of the Damned, our series about the Disney princess stories, movies, and musicals, and anything else we can think of. Today we are continuing our discussion of the live-action Disney movie Cinderella from 2015. We don't anticipate finishing our discussion in this episode, but we will definitely get back to it in our next episode. And as always, we just want to give our little shout out and thank you to Boom for being our triple threat Patreon. Thank you, Boom. Thank you. And um, I don't think we really have anything else to talk about, so that's it. Yeah, we can move on to Cinderella. Yay! Which is what we're all here for. Yeah. So we are. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> I had to like switch my brain. I know. But um, we're at we're at that point right after um, the prince was talking to his bestie servant, I guess. <laughs> And now we've moved on to the scene after, which is the sisters and everything. And yeah, and it's the day of the ball. This is a fun moment, yes. The day of the ball. They're getting ready. The day of the ball. (laughs) Okay, so I kind of started off with a little quote, because Ella's helping the sisters get dressed and whatnot. And and Ella wonders aloud, just kind of like, what will he be like, I wonder? And one of the sisters says, what does it matter what he's like? He's rich beyond reason. Yeah, and Ella uh, replies with, "Wouldn't you like to know a bit about him before you marry him?" And the same sister go, or no, I think it's the other sister, uh, says, "Certainly not. It might change yeah. my mind." And I was like, "Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> what if he's awful? Like, come on. I mean, for real. Like, what are you gonna do if you find out that he's actually like the most boring or like most horrible human being in mm-hmm. the world?" Or, like, super abusive or something. Exactly, know? yeah. For all you know, he could be Ramsey Bolton. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that. Yep. It's a terrible relationship to be in, because he'll probably yeah. kill you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you know who Ramsey is. I don't, You haven't gone to that part in Game of Thrones yet? No, definitely not. Yeah. I, I haven't watched Game of Thrones in quite some time. When you get to that part, you'll be like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I need to get back into Game of Thrones. I... Still haven't seen anything past like season three or four. Okay, yeah, I think. Um, well, you're close to Ramsey then. Oh, but um, <coughs> I think most people hate him more than Joffrey. But I'm oh, not okay, sure. but I'm not sure. I hate him more than Joffrey because I don't know. Joffrey was just a kid, a dumb yeah. kid who was He's... a violent child, but yes. oh, still just a kid who was dumb. Definitely. He wasn't like. A full-grown adult who was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna torture people. It's gonna be super fun." Yeah, like he, he <laughs> didn't he didn't understand the consequences of his actions. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Anyway, um, not Game of Thrones. Sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> All I'm saying is, you never know what he's gonna be like. You know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which is why you should get to know someone before you decide you're gonna marry them. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. Sansa. Um, Anyway, Cinderella. We're talking about Cinderella. We're talking about a happier story. A story that doesn't have as much violence in it. Yes. Or as many dead parents. (laughs) 
Are you sure about that? Well, yeah, okay, I'm pretty yeah, you're sure. Right. You're right. <laughs> Game of Thrones is a much larger world. Yes, <laughs> there were many dead parents in that one. <laughs> so yeah, so they're fighting over like the prince and all of the like things because they're like, "Ooh, I want to look the prettiest," kind of mm-hmm. thing. And um, my comment on this scene, I was like, "Wow, these are some great sisters playing as if they will hurt each other over a dumb boy," because they both make comments about like. Oh, like, you might get hurt, you might die, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, like, I, one of them makes some comment about, like, oh, and I wouldn't dare, like, think of tripping you up the stairs yeah. or whatever, you know? Yeah, exactly, those comments. And I was just like, wow, I am pretty sure that even if my sister was closer to my age, we would never have had a conversation like this. <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> I have no idea if I would have a conversation like this with a sister. I don't have any sisters. It's true. So you I, don't have any sisters. I can't tell you. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like not... I feel like I would have some sort of playful conversation like this. Just oh, knowing yeah. my family and how I grew up, I feel like this would be something we would joke about. But well, playful conversations happen. But I mean, I don't think I would joke about like this. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I would. I don't know. I who knows. Maybe if you were in the same situation. Yeah, maybe if I was in the same situation. <laughs> although, Hasn't happened yet, though. Although so. you'd have to be pretty delusional to think that maybe you could get the prince. <laughs> Just because the prince doesn't know who you are. Literally. You know? So yeah. You're like, I'm going to show up and he's just going to marry me. It's perfect. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. He like, literally doesn't what? know who you are. He extended the invitation to everyone because... He wanted to find Ella. Yep. <laughs> There's a one one commoner that he wants to find, and it's not you. It's not you. <laughs> it is Ella. <laughs> or Cinderella, as you call her. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, anyway, Ella walks by, or walks in, or whatever, and um, it's, like, made known that she kind of pities her sister. <laughs> Ella has been in the room the entire time. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. <laughs> She's just in the room witnessing this whole thing go why, down. Why do I have it in my head where I'm like seeing it from a distance? Do I'd... we see it from a distance and Ella's in the room with them? Is that yeah. what I'm seeing? Okay. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Uh, but I like the, the reason, I think the reason she pities her sisters, or at least part of it, the thing that makes the narrator say that is because you know Anastasia puts on or wants to put on her little like tiara that she has, and um, yeah. and you know Drizella is like, no, I want to wear it, and so they wind up like breaking it yeah. because Drizella just doesn't know how to stop because it's not hers, <laughs> and so it's just kind of like Ella pitied the girls. Yeah, that's right, that's right. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. It's um interesting for sure. Uh-huh. Um and the stepmother is she also just in the room? Nope, she's not in the room at all. Okay. That's um that's kinda after this next little cut scene. We get a little cut scene okay. where we see Ella making her gown. Or at least fixing it up. Oh yeah. It did used to be her mother's. And I was like, it's the day of and Ella's just now making slash fixing her gown. I mean like, Yeah. They've they've known about this for a little while, but how long is a little while? That's, is it that's two the days? Question. Are they on day two? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but even still, I feel like uh, 
I feel like Ella probably would have had time before this to fix it up. Okay. In my opinion. I don't know. Don't ask me. <laughs> um, but it's not as big of a deal in this one to have Ella's gown, like, get fixed up as it is in the other one. Yeah. Yes, in the other one, obviously, we have a song and the mice doing everything for her. And then they have this big reveal. But yeah. in this one, the mice don't do Ella's dress. Ella does Ella's dress. <laughs> yes, because it'd be really hard to try and animate mice <clears throat> making her dress. Exactly. Not that they couldn't. They couldn't, yeah. But but they decided not to, which I like. I, I think to stick with the more live action aspect of that, at least, they were like, mm, let's let's just have Ella do that. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I also want to point out that in the animated movie, the mm-hmm. stepmother just piles on a whole bunch more chores it's true. for her to do. She does. So she doesn't have time. But Ella, like, finds time. Yeah. Yeah, she does. That's true. Even if it's in secret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Ella did her dress. Yes. Is there... Oh no, just right after they go, she goes downstairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so then she finishes her dress and we see her coming down the stairs in it. And like, it's super pretty. Okay. Yes, and this is after we see Lady Tremaine and her daughters, you know, like ready for the ball. Yes. And her daughter, or Lady Tremaine thinks that one of her daughters could just like get the prince to marry one of them yeah she's a little <laughs> delusional it's fine i i think they're like in this conversation when ella starts coming down the stairs i think you're right so ella comes down she's like hi i'm ready i can come with you look at what i did isn't it lovely and she's also like it cost you nothing yeah and it was like, my mother's old dress you're like ella none of that should be something you have to say to your stepmother at all <laughs> yeah it's your house your money your stuff <laughs> i mean if anything you know like they should have gotten ella a gown literally <laughs> but whatever we're not talking about that i guess um <laughs> but anyway she shows up and they're all like oh my gosh and lady tremaine you can see it in her face she's like holy shit she's prettier than my daughter so this doesn't work like she can't yep. come with us i can't have her come with us because you see her eyes like you watch her face and you're like mm, this isn't happening and so then um she goes and rips ella's sleeve she's like it's falling to pieces yeah and just before they start <coughs> ripping it up um Lady Tremaine says something about, like, oh, you, you can't go to the ball dressed in these old rags. Yeah. And Ella's just like, rags? This is my mother's. And this is really kind of where <coughs> Ella realizes that her stepfamily is just mean. Yeah. Like, full stop. Yeah. Well, and, and the rags comment, yeah, added added to it is just that um, Lady Tremaine just rips the, the dress. Like, that's right yeah. when she's like, oh, and now it's definitely rags. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then um, Anastasia and Gisela join in and they just rip up her dress. And it's really sad, like only, watching it in live action. Yeah, I would say only one of them helped rip it up. The other oh, one just really? kind of watches. Oh, know? which one did uh, it? Which seems kind of funny, but... Yeah, it was probably Anastasia who helped. 
I think it was Drizella. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Um, but I, I did not pay attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen this too many times to know. Clearly. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I, I like this part a lot better in this movie than I do in the anime and movie. Okay. Just in terms of, um, I guess, logicalness. Okay. If you want to put it that way. Yeah. Because, like, the reason Ella can't go in this movie is, you know, just because her stepfamily's mean. They're yeah. Just, they're just mean. There's not some weird thing where, like, oh, you didn't get all your chores done, yeah. which would also be just them being mean. Um, but I also like that Ella didn't have to steal <laughs> anything to make her dress. Yeah, it was just her own stuff. It was just her own stuff, yeah. But I also think Ella wouldn't have stolen anything anyways. Yeah, I don't think she would either. Um, but, I mean, we could say that she didn't in the animated one because it was the mice who did it. True, but, so. you know, even after Cinderella and the animated one, like, saw the necklace, she decided, oh, yeah, I'm just going to put that on. It's fine. So, yeah, exactly. It's like she wouldn't have noticed the sash, I don't think, in the no, animated one. No, probably not because it matched her dress. Exactly. So she kind of just yeah. thought it was, like, another piece of fabric. Yeah. But she chose to put the beads on. Yeah. She did. Yeah. But in this movie, she she it's she just has the dress and she just has to fix it up. No stealing needed. Um, yeah, exactly. No stealing needed. But so the step family rips up Ella's dress and she like immediately is just kind of in tears and she's like how could you and you can just see Ella's heart breaking and realizing yeah. that her step family will never accept her as a person it's true and it's it's heartbreaking it yeah. really is yeah it is this is um like I don't really have a hard time watching the princess movies mm-hmm. but when they turned them into live action movies like this is where it's like you feel like you just want to cry because mm-hmm. like you know what's going on in her head and it's just it's hard to watch someone have to go through all of that. Yeah, it's definitely different watching like an animated movie where you can kind of distance yourself from them because they're animated. Yeah. But when you watch a live action movie, you're like, "Oh, this is an actual person." Yeah, this is like a like, real human being this, with this real is- human feelings. Mhm. So it's it's hard. It's definitely harder to watch like real people have to go through this shit. Yes. Um. I don't know. I don't know. Disney likes to mistreat their princesses, and I'm not a huge fan of it. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck you, Disney. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are there good Disney princess or good princess stories that they can steal from that the princesses aren't mistreated? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> pick a pick a Brothers Grimm story. <laughs> Which one is it going to be? No, not those ones. Not those ones. <laughs> those are all bad. <laughs> as far as I know. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's like some obscure one that hasn't been translated into a, an animated movie that's actually relatively okay, but maybe, but we'll see. Probably not though. Um But yeah, so she she watches her stepfamily leave her. And um, right after that, she just goes and runs to the backyard, basically, and just cries at her tree. Mm-hmm. I like that 
she does that. And I, I made the comment that it's probably one of the most meaningful versions of this scene of all of the stories and movies that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Because she's like sitting there, like pouring her heart out to this tree, which kind of calls back to the short story where the tree is like her mother, kind of. Yes. So I kind of liked that they brought that back for this movie um, and had her actually like talking and sharing her feelings versus her just running out to the courtyard and crying and then magic sparkles start happening. Yeah, because she she (laughs) essentially runs out to the courtyard and like collapses at like the bench and whatnot and cries and she says, I'm sorry, mother, I'm sorry. I said I'd have courage, but I don't, not anymore. I don't believe anymore yeah and it's it's really heartbreaking like you already mentioned that watching live action movies like live action versions makes you want to cry but especially like here this is a hard part to watch oh my god yeah because she she's like okay she's finally realized that her step family is just mean yeah like and they have no kindness in their hearts and she's just like i don't know what else to do yeah and this isn't one of those feelings where you're like oh i don't know what she's feeling blah blah blah, because everyone's gone through something like this where Mm -hmm. they felt like this which is why this scene is such a like meaningful scene for anyone who's watching it like the audience or even like the actors who are probably in the scene like it's gonna make you feel something if you don't feel something i don't know I mean, I don't know what to say, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like you might be heartless. Just kidding. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> but like, you should have some kind of sympathy or empathy for her. Yeah. Like, even if you don't understand how she's feeling, you should definitely have sympathy. Yes. But I'm pretty sure that when I watch this, it's empathy because <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel that girl. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, so she's crying and she's like pouring her heart out. And um, and then she runs to the back of the house to yeah. cry some more. Yeah. And there's just a stranger that just happens to be there and interrupts <laughs> her crying. That's yeah, an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> and the woman asks for help, and Ella, like, immediately stops crying in order yep. to help her. She's like, oh, yeah, 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 I, I can get you some milk. You yeah, know? yeah. Whatever. And, like, bread or whatever it is mm-hmm. that she asks for. So she does that. And um, she, like, shows this old lady kindness, you know, because she's Ella. What else was she going to do? Okay. What else was she going to do? And so she shows this old lady kindness, stops crying in the middle of, like, her her hardest moment, probably, so far. And and then all of a sudden there's a transformation. (laughs) Yeah, well, the the old woman, you know, calls Ella by her name. And Ella's just bewildered she's like how do you know me yeah she's like what (laughs) you know she the old woman's like i'm your fairy godmother (laughs) and ella's suddenly just like oh fairy godmothers are just made up for children yeah and in my mind i was like the way she said it makes it seem like she's believed this for quite some time yeah i agree so it's a weird thing where we just witnessed her like her heart breaking and her being like i don't believe anymore yeah. But then you see her say this just like this, and it's like, that makes it seem like you've thought that for quite some time. Yeah, it does. But I don't think she did. <laughs> yeah. It's it just, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But, um, 
she she does she like makes the comment of like let's slip into something more comfortable or whatever yeah the old woman does yeah and so she transforms into gorgeous helena bottom carter <laughs> yes and her true fairy godmother form facts although i think she looks better with dark hair and not blonde hair so yeah i, th- I think i just prefer her with the dark hair but yeah i, I don't know I feel like oh. she would end up looking like, um, uh, what's her face? Bellatrix, if she had dark hair, though, in this, so. Yes. I, I think it would work out. I think part of the reason they also <clears throat> did the blonde hair instead yeah. is probably just to be like, oh, she's, uh, you know, she's dressed in, like, all white. She's light. She's good. This color is good. So let's yeah. have blonde hair. <laughs> Yeah, for real. Just to match the lightness. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But, you know, as, as soon as the fairy godmother transforms into her, like, true form, she's immediately just like, we need something that sort of says coach. Yeah. And she's just wandering around the garden and it's like, a coach? What? Yeah. <laughs> like, no explanation. No, not at all. And, I mean, that just proves how much of like how much this character is truly someone that Helena Bonham Carter should have played. Yeah. <laughs> the way Helena's she's written. really good at characters like this. Yeah, crazy ditzy ones. Mm-hmm. It's great, but also intelligent. Yes. So, it's an interesting mixture. <clears throat> so, Ella suddenly <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> so, Ella suddenly uh, suggests like they have pumpkins they grow pumpkins yeah fairy godmother's like okay sure like i've never worked with squashes because they're too mushy yeah but uh but sure let's do a pumpkin so they go into the greenhouse and uh the fairy godmother's suddenly like oh large pumpkin let's do it and yep. she snips it off the vine or whatever and tries to carry it and it's like oh it's too heavy and it's like oh we'll just transform it in the greenhouse it's yeah fine. and it's like what was your plan to get it out of the greenhouse? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. What? So when the pumpkin does get bigger, they do realize that, like, they um, didn't really think this through. And um, the pumpkin literally destroys the greenhouse. And I was like, NBD, who needs a greenhouse? And I was like, but, like, it was probably her mother's greenhouse. Yeah. So... I, I made comments about this too. I was like, so the Yikes. pumpkin and the greenhouse turn into a golden ornate carriage. Like, <laughs> godmother gonna fix the greenhouse or set them up with a new one? Will the greenhouse go back to its original form once the clock strikes midnight? Like, what's gonna happen to the greenhouse pieces when the carriage turns back into the pumpkin at midnight? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. These are good <laughs> questions. Yeah. But, like, it's. It's definitely destroyed right now. <laughs> yes. And I don't know if we ever see it again. I don't so, think we do. Um, who knows what happened to the greenhouse? Who knows? Disney probably didn't think that far. They probably went, oh, well, who needs a greenhouse? Yep. Which is very sad because, like I said, it probably was her mother's. I mean, probably. But I also feel like, well, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. I was um about being her mother's like her mother probably garden in there yeah uh but i was gonna say something along the lines of that greenhouse has probably been there for years well yeah but like but yeah you know how mother... someone can make it their own yeah kind of thing that. but anyway 
Um, so honestly, when I was watching this scene, I felt like it went by a lot faster than it does in the other movie. Um, and I liked that aspect of it. Yes, agreed. And I think it's just a change of the times from when the animated movie was made and yeah. that uh, form of you know animation, everything yeah. uh, compared to today's time and how yeah. it's a live action movie and how we uh, typically do scenes like this now. Yeah. Where everything is just faster paced, unlike in 1950 when you did animation and <laughs> things weren't that fast. Well, in 1950, it was all drawn. So yep. have fun with that. <laughs> Had to draw every single frame by hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so everything happens um, a lot faster. And I just laughed because the goose, when she turned him into the driver, he was like, I can't drive. I'm a goose. And, and like, he's a oh. logical goose. <laughs> he's it made a logical me laugh. goose I yeah. love him so much. Yeah, it made me laugh. <laughs> I was like, yes. yes. And then, of course, the fairy godmother forgot the dress because, duh, you have to if you're the fairy godmother. I, I think there's an interesting difference in this movie versus the animated movie in terms of the fairy godmother forgetting the dress. Mm-hmm. Because in the animated movie, you know, the fairy godmother is just kind of like, oh, yes, yes, you look lovely. And finally looks at her and is like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, you can't go to the ball in that. Yeah. But in this movie, the fairy godmother's like, you know, she's, she's like, oh, we got to get Ella off to the ball. And Ella's like, fairy godmother. And she's like, yes, what? And she's like, my dress. I can't go in this dress. Can you mend it? And fairy godmother is just kind of like, I'll turn it into something new. Like, she doesn't even, like, she, it's like she already knew that Ella's dress wasn't good. And she yeah. just kind of ignored it. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. It's a good point. It's, it's just really interesting, the difference there. <clears throat> yeah. I agree. That is definitely an interesting change. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because I didn't really think about it too much. Because I didn't make a comment about it at all. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But um, she does change Ella's dress. Ella makes sure to say that she wants it to still be like her mother's dress. And so she's like, oh, I'll just Mm -hmm. fix it up a bit then. And so she makes it a little bit nice. And she's like, is it okay if I change the color? Like, is that okay? Like, she's trying to make sure that everything she does to Ella's dress is okay with Ella. Not that Ella gets to keep the dress, but she wants to be sure that it's the dress that Ella wants to wear. I I think this is also (laughs) an interesting thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I understand why Ella would say like, oh, like, please don't change it. I want to wear my mother's dress. It's like taking her with me. Yeah. Um, And so the fairy godmother does change it to something uh, in like a similar kind of fashion to what uh, her mother's dress was. Yeah. But even still, at the end of it all, it was going to change back into her mother's dress anyways. Yeah, literally. So it wouldn't have been that big of a deal if it had been totally different. But, I mean, we understand the idea behind what Ella wanted. Too, yes. So. And I, I, th- I think this dress is more Ella's style anyways. Yeah, I agree. Because honestly, had the fairy godmother turned it into something new that it probably will have wound up like the stepsisters dresses you probably know? and we don't want to see that and we don't want that no <laughs> um i did make the comment that the dress transformation scene just feels slightly too long because it always feels slightly too long to me 
you can get over it. It just takes forever. It shouldn't <laughs> take that long. I'm sorry. I, I always just want, watching this scene, I always just wonder how they filmed it. Because <laughs> yeah. she, she obviously has to, the actress had to move in very specific ways to yeah. do it. And it's weird. I would wonder about that too. But I, I mean, all I'm saying is that dress transformation scenes do not need to take this long. They could just do it like, um, like, no, they couldn't do it. Never mind. What? <laughs> I was going to say they could do it like Legally Blonde the musical um, and how oh, no. she changes her dress in the first song. No. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, no, this is Not a even huge close. giant ball This dress is way bigger than that one. <laughs> Those dresses were tiny. I know. <laughs> like one piece of fabric. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, so... Then they rush to the carriage because the carriage has already started leaving without them. No, it's just they have well, it it's moving. It's moving. That that's because uh, <laughs> fairy godmother went. Okay, go get into your places, and then oh. she had to make sure they stopped at the right points. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Um, I love it though because Mr. Gooseman says I'm very new at this. Yeah. <laughs> so you have I can't drive. I'm a goose, and then you have I'm very new at this. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, so then she stops the carriage and is getting Ella into it and then she notices her shoes and is like no you can't have those she's like it'll ruin the whole look and Ella's like it's fine no one's gonna see them and I'm like uh no she's like um we will know that these shoes are on your feet so (laughs) you're not wearing those so she makes her take her slippers off and then she just creates new shoes on her feet Mm -hmm. which um is where my uh, my thing of, like, the slippers sticking around after the rest of the magic wears off. Because it's said that all will return to what it was before, but the shoes weren't anything before, so it makes a lot of sense for her to be able to keep them. Yeah, it, it would make sense that the shoes were a gift of some sort, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So. <laughs> uh, and uh, the funny thing is, you know, like, because uh, they, they appear and they're on Ella's feet and Ella's yeah. just like, they're made of glass. And the go- fairy godmother's like, yes, and you'll find they're really comfortable. And I'm it's like, true. are they though? And um, I don't believe her, but like yeah. maybe she has like some magic memory foam glass or something. I don't know. Maybe. I was saying, because I feel like <laughs> glass shoes wouldn't be very comfortable for very long. I don't think they'd be comfortable at all. I feel like if, if they were made specifically for you, then they could be comfortable for yeah. about five minutes. Yeah, maybe. And then you'd be like, okay, get these off my feet. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, you'd need some kind of inserts or something in or those something, shoes. yes. <laughs> Glass is very hard. <laughs> yes. Solid materials, guys. Solid mm-hmm. materials. Mm-hmm. Um, but, then, yeah. Yeah, and then as Cinderella's about to get into the carriage, she's just kind of like, oh, fairy godmother, my stepmother and the girls. And, you know, Fairy Godmother's like, don't worry. I'll make sure they don't recognize you. And she, like, casts a little spell, and you see, like, sparkles fall. And I'm like, thank you. Because, <laughs> yes. you know, in the animated movie, it's they're, they're just like, oh, who's that? I don't know. It doesn't look familiar at all. Yeah. But in this movie, there's a spell that, yeah. like, I don't know, like, distorts their image of her or something, you know? So they're just kind of like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, exactly. But she looks familiar. <laughs> exactly. So, like, thank you. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> it's a um, good a good little change. Yes. And then I I don't know if we mentioned this in the last uh, last movie in the animated movie, 
Uh, but why midnight? I'm genuinely curious about why midnight was the curfew. I don't know either. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I can't I, I even tell you, like, when those balls would have started, so. I know, that's the thing. I'm like, because this ball could have started at, like, 8 yeah. or 9. Yeah, and then she'll have, like, 4 or 5, or 4, 3 or 4 hours. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't numbers right now. But, um, <laughs> I don't know, like, how is 3 or 4 hours enough time, you know? I would say, but the like, it says a lot about Ella's character where she's just kind of like, midnight? Oh, that's more than enough time. Yeah. Because Ella is happy with whatever she's given. Exactly. She's just happy to get to have this experience and be able to go to the ball. Yeah, she wasn't expecting much, so she's like, oh, okay, cool, that works. Like, I'm yes. good with that. And I think it's because she just had a very humble upbringing. Yeah, know? probably. Um, but then they head off to the ball. Yeah. And that is where we are stopping this episode. Yes. We'll <laughs> the ball in the next episode. Yes, we will. And it'll be fantastic. Yes, because the ball scene, the, the entire ball is amazing. I love it. It's pretty great. Yeah. It's pretty sure. great. Um, so. So I guess we should. <laughs> leave a little magic wherever you go. this episode of books movies and musicals oh my if you'd like to connect with us be sure to check us out on both twitter and instagram at bmm underscore oh my be sure to check out our website at bmmohmy.wixsite that's w-i-x-s-i-t-e dot com slash home and check us out on patreon at www.patreon.com slash bmm underscore oh my you can email us at books.movies.and.musicals.ohmy at gmail.com. Our socials, website, Patreon, and email address can be found in the description of this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked this episode, be sure to share it with your friends and family and even random strangers on the street. We can't wait to talk with you all next week. Bye! Bye.